Welcome to the Real Estate Fight Club, a podcast for agents where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for agents to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to this episode of Real Estate Fight Club. We are going to talk about why you are not getting listings and the secret is out. It is not the market. It's you. Here with me today is Curtis Fenn, who is the president of Red X. Hey, thanks for coming on again, Curtis. Hey, thanks for having me. I think this uh this this marks I don't know, three or four times. I could be I could be considered a regular now. You are a regular, yes. <laughs> a VIP of the Fight Club. Uh, you know, you're one of our favorite people to fight with. Although we often agree. Yeah. But you're nicer. So <laughs> thanks. <laughs> but I think like, okay, so everything's in the news. It's saying, you know, your listings are down, like your income is going to be down 30%, 20-30% over last year. But I mean, you coach and train agents all the time and you're seeing agents just grabbing market share. So it's not the market. What, no, like- it's, their, it's the strategy that, that agents have. Uh, right. It's not the market. It's the strategy and the right strategy right now. And you're see, you are seeing agents that are taking more of the market share uh, because they know how to hunt and they know how to work. But the fact is, is that 85% of our industry turns over regular, like every year or every three years or whatever it is. And the last three years, there has been no strategy that you had to employ to get listings. So we have, I mean, so it kind of follows track that now you do have to have some strategies. You're looking at your book of business and you're like, oh, well, one, I didn't put them anywhere. So I don't even know if I have a book of business. I don't know what I, I didn't do anything to get them. So like, what's your advice here? Well, the, I, I think we're going into a market where agents need to understand that they run a business. And what? yeah, isn't that crazy? It's this crazy concept that if you have a business, um, you, run that, that you have to have a business strategy. And and I think a lot of people get into real estate and they think they're going to, you know, they do the math. They go 6% of, oh man, oh, I, this would be so easy to make a ton of money. Yeah. And fortunately, that was true for a lot of part-time agents. You know that the, right. the when you look at the universe of everyone who got who did a listing um, mm-hmm. or had a listing in the last um, eighteen months, the average the average number of listings is you know like one, one, two, right? Um, and 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 so there's a lot of people that that get in here and they don't do a lot and they don't have a a strategy. But if you if you're going to go open a restaurant. And and you just go through the mental exercise of what would I do? Right. It's like, well, you got to figure out how to go get customers. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so yeah, you, you want to maintain co- contact. But if you think of it that way, if you think of the uh, a restaurant or, or brick and mortar business on Main Street, mm-hmm. you, your sphere of influence becomes your customers. Your sphere of influence is not your I'm going to fight with you a little bit. Yes. Okay. Say that again. Your sphere of influence is your is your customers and your past customers. It's not. Yeah. It's it's not the contact list in your phone that that is makes up of of grandma and grandpa and your friends and family, right? And and, and that's people what people you are like, I, to. I'm working my yeah. sphere right now and I'm not making any money. You're like you're not working your sphere. You're going to coffee with your friends, hoping that 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 goes turns into business. 
And that's not what a real sphere of influence is. Well, and I think people forget too that just because you're in real estate, it does not mean that the people that you know will use you and or remember that you're in real estate because the chances that the chances that you do your job and sell five or less houses in a year is really high. So if you're if they only see you doing your job a couple of times a year, there's no way for them to remember that that is your job. Yeah, well, this is I have a huge pet peeve of of being in these real estate groups and all the time people are like, my best friend just bought a house and I don't even know what to do. Right. I'm I'm like so offended that they and, and, and it's to your point, you go, I bet your best friend didn't even know that they were supposed to ask you. And why? Well, I maintain contact with them once a month. Did you ever talk about business? Did you ever, you know, position yourself as an agent? Yeah, like explain to them, even if they're from out of the state, like explain to them how that you can still help them. Do you even know how you can help them if you're out of the state? You know, but I wanted to go back to, I think the first thing is, is when you're coming up with your strategy, one is, is being honest with yourself. Are you a person that is a relationship-based person where the more relationships you have, you're willing and able to generate business from there? Or are you a person that's better, like me, you're just better off with strangers? Like you can build rapport instantly. You don't mind doing the generating cold calls or how cold leads, like you're just better at that and just kind of starting from there. But I think most agents are sphere-based agents, right? They, They prefer... Uh, working with people that they know more than they prefer cold calling. Yeah. Y- yes. But that's not working as well in this market. So, it's so not. Again, I mean, what's, what, what was your best, best year in production? Uh, unit wise was about yeah. 126. Okay. So 126, that's awesome. By the way, that's why people should be listening to what you're saying, but, but 126 transact. You have 126 people in your sphere of influence that is more valuable than 126 friends or family or neighbors that you haven't yeah. done business with. And, and so when we it's say people, point. Are, when, when, when people say, you, I want to work relationships, you go with who? Yeah. Because you're going to tap, you're going to tap your closest 50 people in, in your life. Yeah. And that's assuming you even have a strategy to remind them that you're in real estate and they understand right. and they think about you and go, oh, I, I know an ex. And the only way to do that is not by being their friend. Because when it comes down to a referral, I don't want to refer somebody because they're my friend. I want right. to refer them because I know you're going to be the best person to help my other friend get the job done. But how can you bridge that gap? Okay. So you, you have 150 people or 200 people that you know, you want to do business with, but you haven't done business with them. So how do you bridge that gap if there's no, like they're not wanting to sell or buy or buy a house right now? Like, what do you, how can you, what do you do? This is, this is the best question. This is, this is it. This is where people should tune in and grab a pen. Um, Because so, so hang with me because I got to go back in time a little bit uh, just in human behavior. If, If you read any textbook that's over five years old, or any any sales book or marketing book, they will tell you seven to twelve touches before you make an impression. Right? That that's like okay. I'll that follow up. Yeah, it's but seven to twelve is what they've been saying for fifty years. Okay. Well, 
you combine everything that's happened in five years, COVID mm-hmm. <laughs> and and the way that we are hypersensitive to negative news because of mm-hmm. politics and because of everything going on, because everything is getting more extreme because everybody makes money with your attention. So the, so the news is more extreme than it was five years ago. Um, advertising is more extreme because the only way to get people's attention is to like tap into their fight or flight response. So they're even paying attention. Well, even entitling these podcasts, if we go the negative, you're more likely to click on it than if you do positive. That, that's right. And so as things get more extreme, we also, uh, you know, we, we don't need to get too deep into this. So if somebody wants to Google your reticular activating system, but mm-hmm. it's your filter, your things just aren't getting through your filter. Okay. So, so there's so much noise and there's so much stuff going on there. The fact that you mentioned one time to your, to your friend, you know, that you're in real estate three years ago, it is, is not enough to be offended that they're not using you in real estate. But you right. also don't want to be that person that calls you up every time. And I say, Jennifer, let's go have coffee. And then and then it's like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to because all you do is try to get me to 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 sell real estate or to buy something or to give you a referral. Right. So right. so the balance is is passive marketing to your sphere of influence or or digital prospecting to your sphere of influence that that positions you a fight is coming here but keep going i'm I'm boil i'm starting to boil (laughs) because because if you want to 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 constantly um be in front of them so that they remember you so that they can refer you you have to you have to have a message so so to me if you if you want to have a reputation Mm -hmm. then, then you have to give people tons of opportunities to see you in the environment where you want to build a reputation Right. So, 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 so if I have, so, so here's the simplest thing. Now we get the, into the tactics. The simplest thing would be if you have it, consistent videos that you post to, to, sorry, Instagram did you say the C word? Curtis, <laughs> ding, 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 bad word. Consistency <laughs> over time. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we've already lost some, some, listeners on on that because because they're like nope i'm out i gotta i'm out i gotta i gotta do something but this is the same thing of like if you know that you're if you're building up your consistency it's the same thing about going to the gym you don't go from going not going to the gym at all to going every day no babe go like once a week choose your choose your day once a week get used to that then go twice a week it's the same thing with videos or advertising whatever if you aren't doing it at all don't start doing it every week every day it's too much you're going to fall off right but but oh. you got to have something out there and if you have a video about and if and if you I'm I almost said it again but yeah if you consistently have a video about the market about real estate yeah. That is relevant to everybody because everybody cares about what's going yeah. on in your marketplace and what you're doing. Maybe your topic everybody is- Everybody loves real estate. That's why there's so many real estate shows. That's that's right. So um, fake shows because, you know, you could like- It doesn't like, matter if they're real or fake. Eyelashes and they're they're shopping for a $7.4 million home, right? Um, but yeah, like you, you get a- Yeah, that's right. So, but but if, if you gave a market update and then- it's so inexpensive for like a dollar a day. So $30 a month, you could upload your, your contact list from your phone and put it on Facebook and Instagram. And those videos could be targeted to those people. And it, and it, 
It's not invasive. It's not, you're not trying to generate a lead. You're just trying to get them to see you in your, in your job environment, in your real estate environment over and over and over again. So that part of the reputation that you have with your sphere of influence is yes, you're a, you're a friend, right? You're a neighbor, you're this, but you're also a real estate agent and they have to see that 50, 60, 70 times a year. Otherwise it's not even going to be there. But here's where we're going to fight. Okay, so you ready. can't just make three TikTok videos or 50 TikTok videos and expect your sphere to call you. You have to also reach out verbally and talk to them and tell them, ask them, what is a great referral for you? Hey, I have a, I have a new listing in this specific neighborhood. I know you live there too. Who do you know that wants to be your neighbor? Do you know somebody? Like it has to be, you have to also reach out. You can't just make videos. No, I, 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 I don't know that we're going to fight on that. Um, I mean, the fight is, so I thought maybe the, the fight is it's, it's better than zero. So okay, sure. You know, because, because otherwise they have no reference to what you're, what you do and, and what you're talking about. You, you have not built a reputation in their mind and you can call and ask, and and I think that if you just called and asked and you didn't have any sort of videos, you're going to get referrals. If, it's and going to be better than only videos and not asking. Agreed, but okay. you also risk the risk this becoming the that guy, right? The the Tupperware party person that they every time they they want to hang out, you're like, uh, don't you're just going to ask me for a referral, but I don't even know what you do, right? Yeah. I, I mean, right. I think that's the personality dependent type thing, right? Like, and it depends on what you're saying because you can, yeah, I agree. Yes. And and you gotta, you gotta remember that you do not know 200 people so well. Like, I'm sorry, maybe I'm, maybe I'm an introvert. Maybe I have no friends, but I don't know 200 people I could call up and they'd be like, dude, oh man. And know that I'm in real estate and we're, you know, going to go hang out and grab coffee together. And oh do, I don't know 200 people that well. This is such a good point. And I think like what, I forget who we had on. Oh my gosh. I forget the guy's name, but he's saying exactly what you're saying. Like agents are figuring out and they're coming into reality that their sphere is not big enough to produce the business that they want. And what you're saying is a hundred percent true. Like we all say, okay, when you first start in the business, you make your list. If you're like 30 years old, you have at least 150 people, if not more. But to your point, who are these people? And you really only have, if you've got that narrowed down to the people who really, really know you, it's likely less than 40. Yeah. Well, and like you. <laughs> like, like... <laughs> Okay. Are willing to refer you even if they don't like you. Like they might not like those, you, they know you do business. Yeah. And if, yeah. And if if you're talking about people who will just refer you on, I like this person enough. I don't even know how good they are. But you know, I, I have friends who are in, you know, blue blue collar, um, which you know, are making more money than doctors these days because they're so rare, but you know, a plumber. Yeah. I'm not just going to refer my buddy who, who owns a plumbing company to, to my neighbor that has a clogged drain because I know a plumber, right? Yeah. Like when my referrals are based on my reputation as well as yours. Exactly. So I, yeah. I need to understand that, that you're not going to overcharge my other friend. I need to understand that you're going to take good care of them. I need right. to understand that that you're going to get the job done. Right. And and if and I have no experience 
so the reason why I refer the plumber I do is because I gave him a chance on me. That's less risk. But but once I saw what he did and how well he did it and the amount he charged, now I refer him to everybody. So there's still past customers are your best sphere of influence. And so let's say, okay, you're an agent, average agent in the business says less than five houses. You've been in the business three years, you know, 15 people, you probably don't like all of them. So let's go down to 10. Okay. So you've got 10 people, but your goal this year is 24 deals. Okay. So you have 10 people that you are your past clients. They could be friends or could not be, but they're your past clients. They've done business with you. You know that they will refer you whatever, right? Yep. But you're trying to do 24 deals. You have a gap of 14 people. You have this list of 200. What's, I still don't know how we're breaking in to that. No, I, I, there's, there's no argument here that that's not big enough sphere of influence to do the deals you want to do. So you got to, you got to pick up the phone and talk to people you don't know or go knock doors or go to community, like do something to meet more people. And here's the thing. And we'll is, do the business with you in the time frame. And this is, this is a conversation. We, oh my God, I feel like we could go on for hours in like a hundred directions, but this, this is the thing. What is a lead? Okay. If I'm saying it, it's, you know, October and I want to do so many more deals, then that's your time frame. You need to do the deal this month in order to get it closed by the end of the year. Right. And that is your definition of a lead. That's who you're looking for. If your gap right. is 14, you're looking for 14 people that want to sign a contract this month. Right. Not, well, I might buy a house. Right. Or you're putting a little, if you can say, I have, I have met maybe two agents in my entire life that can fully say that I have a sphere of, I have a sphere of influence that I truly have maximized my sphere. Like yeah. I know these people, they know me, they will do business. They have referred me, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 but, but the, the the fallacy is, and and people have gotten into the real estate. You look at the six hundred thousand people who have gotten into real estate in the last three years, yeah. and they look at these people and they go, "That's how I'm going to do it." But if yeah. they would sit down and ask somebody and say, "How did you build a sphere of influence so that you were able to maximize it and do the deals that you're doing?" Almost a hundred percent of the time, they will go back to all of the activities. I'm going to call them yeah. prospecting activities, whether they cold called expired sure. or not, but prospect like, all over pro the place, <laughs> proactively going out and finding people you don't know and getting them to know you. And here's the thing is, is, is if you get to nobody, get to know someone in the environment of real estate, of your job and your profession, right? you, you immediately begin the whole relationship from that lens of that, yeah. uh, that you and are. So is. now it's about reinforcing that, not trying to convince them that right. you're the right agent. That you're it, not the drunk girl at the party that had to be carried out of the club. You're actually right. like a professional business person. Yeah. yeah. If you could start you get, from professional business person, you're better off. Right. Right. Okay. So if we're answering the question, why you're not getting listings, one is because you're being unrealistic about your actual sphere of influence and the, yep. like your actual influence. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And then, and then it's about, um, so two things there, either you're, you're not being realistic. That's a hundred percent true. And then once you, once you come to terms with that, 
<laughs> recognition, you know, understanding that's your first step towards correcting this. Yeah. Then you've got to understand that, okay, well, I don't, I don't have enough of the right people in my sphere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not doing the activities that build a reputation with my sphere so that they'll want to, to refer me. Right. And, and that goes back to, if you're going to call them great, if you're going to go, you know, that I see this all the time. I have an extra thousand dollars a month. What should I do? Take your, you know, go hang out with your sphere and have coffee, coffee with your people. I go, that is half of the advice that you should get. If that's what you're going to do, you have to understand that the, the conversation has to be around real estate. Yeah. Otherwise you don't build a, a reputation around real estate and not real estate to give me a referral. You yeah. first have to position yourself as an expert so that they feel confident in referring you to their friends and their family. This is the missing piece, I think. It's And, and, and what we're saying is, and the reason why we built the tools that we built is because we're saying social media garners so much attention from everyone yeah. That you can leverage social media to help you build that reputation. What I'm not saying is you can leverage social media and and do 100 transactions a year. I'm, right. it, it's about it's it's about leveraging the platforms to build a reputation so that when you do go out to coffee, maybe you don't have to talk so much about real estate. Because right. they've seen you they've seen in that element day. so many times. But I also think we have to put into play like the timing of the goals, right? Because that, what you're talking about is branding and branding is a long play. There are going to be some people that uh, react quickly to it, but I feel like it's a long play. So you are going to have to build, you are going to have to meet new people. And for me, I mean, I do it with Red X right. <laughs> or whatever, right? But like right. some, like, how do you meet new people? Well, the lowest hanging fruit is expired listings for sale by owners. Okay. Where do you get those numbers? Well, you get them from Red X or yeah. wherever, right? right? If you want good data, you get them from Red X. If you want right. shitty data, you get them somewhere else. But like, how do you meet people that you don't know that have a shorter time frame? There's yes. nobody better than expires for sale by owners and for rent by owners, because now is a great time for investors to cash out. Boom. Yeah, and Boom. You're speaking my love language now, right? I mean, <laughs> I, when you look at back to the time frame and what really should be a lead, you, you know, the, right now, the average number of days before an expired release is 35, but the median is 11. So, so you have a, a, you know, the majority of them that are going to relist within 11 days, half of them with a new agent. And and so you, you, you know, that, 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 if you want a listing right now, th- there's no better way. If you don't want a cold call, great. Don't do that. You want to, you want to put videos in front of all those expired listings. You can do that now with social media and yeah. that won't, that won't be the whole thing, but that's a good way to start to expedite building that brand. Well, and maybe it's, you're tricking yourself too into thinking maybe it's like not cold because you've sent the video to them and then you call, like, I know you guys do like a branding thing on the back end, and you could guys, we'll give you the website to find out more information about this, but where they, it, you become familiar potentially to those yeah. people. So now it's like, oh, well, maybe it's not a cold call because they've seen my name. They've seen my face. Let me call. Right. right? Well, and, and, that, and, and look, branding is a long play, but I think yeah. what's different, this is the first time I'm saying this. So, so, you know, I think, I think it's, it's still a long play, but what social media has done, because you can target such specific, I can take all of the expires and if you're using us, you just hit a button and this happens for you, right? But I, yeah. but you can take all of the expires, if you have their name and phone number, put them into Facebook, t- 
target videos to them, mm-hmm. not to generate a lead or to get them to raise their hand, just show them your face and, and let them hear your voice over and over and over. Like keep hitting them on reels and stories and, and, you know, hit them in there. And, and, and we're getting this all the time. Somebody would be like, yeah, I, I, oh, I know who you are. You're everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You're not really everywhere, but you are to that person because that's the All pa- targeting. That's right. That's the power of what we're doing here. And and so um, you make a video about the top three reasons why homes don't sell. And somebody that is experiencing frustration that their home didn't sell, their brain is going to be more likely to pay attention to that. And if they see that three or four times different topics, because you're making the videos targeting that audience, when yes. you go knock on their door. When you run yes. into them at an open house, when you call them on the phone, then then you're more you're more likely to convert that person, and then and then instead of fighting about it, it's just linear path. Then once you sell their home, they're going to be the best advocate in your sphere of influence for referrals. Yeah, hundred percent. I love it. Oh my god, that we we need to wrap up. <laughs> That was a good final thought, though. Unless you yeah. have another one, that one was pretty perfect. Oh, that, that's it. That's all it's I got. Like a mic drop, right? I think. I, what? Here's what I want you to get out of this. One, let's be honest and realistic with how many people we actually are our sphere. Like really, really, really. And what I mean is, will they use you and will they refer you? Can you count on one to two deals or more a year from them? Like easily count on them with what you're doing. Guaranteed you have less than 40 people. Now take that number and say, okay, does it match my goal? And if the answer is no, that's when that's when I want you to go to uh, theredx.com slash fight club. And you'll see the branding strategies. You'll be able to get numbers if you're ready to call for sale by owners, expireds for rent by owners. Um, and then there's a discount in there too. You get the free setup uh, when you go to fight club. And that's it. Let's, you know, don't let the market and the media dictate your goals and what, what you want to do. Ignore all that and go after what you want. Right. Amen. Reach Curtis. <laughs> if people want to get a hold of you, they want to learn more about yeah. Red X, what can we do? So, so we're talking about social media a lot. And I finally, finally started an Instagram profile. So, Chew, fancy. so it's, it's, uh, it's, it's in here, Curtis Fenn underscore official. You can find me there. Um, we do all kinds of stuff with red X and what we're doing, but, but mostly we're just helping people with their personal production, especially right now as we're yeah. just trying to help people with their personal produ- production. So awesome. I love it. Well, I appreciate you being on again. It's always like such great information and very like specific and tactical. So thank you. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. See ya. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.